Welcome to Insurance Made Simple. This is episode 14, and I'm your host, Peter Vitale. And today, I want to talk about one of the most fundamentally important topics in insurance and what you should be thinking about every time you you renew or purchase a new insurance policy. And that principle is, are my limits sufficient for what I need? And that's really the question you know, that everyone should be asking myself, do I have enough coverage? Is this going to be sufficient when I need, you know, to make a claim? And I want to talk specifically about liability coverage. Um, Generally, we know how much things cost, like to replace like a house or a car. That's all pretty simple, right? But, you know, the liability portion, um, most people know that there's a state minimum for auto insurance liability, and they know that's what they have to have, but do they really think about it uh, more than that? And I think oftentimes the answer, unfortunately, is no. And remember, insurance carriers have kind of engaged in a marketing tactic where they want people to think like they can get the insurance quote quick. It's quick, it's easy, you know. Geico's uh, famous 15 uh, minutes or can save you 15% or more on car insurance. Um, so we're trained to want things quick and easy. Is that a disservice? I don't know. I think it probably is. And we want to think about this in terms of, you know, should you be spending a few minutes more to kind of make sure that the coverage you need is going to be there in the event you have a claim? And uh, what got me thinking about this um, topic was an Atlanta Braves uh, baseball player, Marcel Ozuna, was arrested for a DUI uh, a few weeks back. And, um, you know, in the body cam footage, you can see that uh, he presents uh, Geico insurance paperwork. And I thought, you know, this guy's probably making a lot of money. He's a professional athlete. You know, he's a baseball player. He's got to be making a few million bucks a year. And I immediately thought to myself, why the heck does this guy have Geico? And nothing wrong with Geico. A lot of people have Geico, but... There is something to be said that there are specialty insurance companies that um, are geared for ultra high net worth individuals. So I thought to myself, you know, I wonder, this guy, Geico may only, you know, offer liability limits of probably like a half million dollars per person or maybe even a million dollars per person in the particular state he's in. And I get to thinking, does this guy have enough liability coverage? And I, I think, you know, I bet he doesn't. Thankfully, he didn't hit anyone. He was just um, pulled over for, um, you know, swerving um, and the officer issued a field sobriety test. And I mean, the guy had a DUI, uh, you know, he, he was under the influence. So thank God he did not injure anyone um, to necessitate a you know, lawsuit against him. But got me thinking, you know, this guy's not with a carrier that offers, you know, three, four, five million dollar, you know, limits. Now, maybe he has an umbrella. Maybe he doesn't. I don't know. My guess is if he's got Geico and he's doing this himself online, he may not be thinking of the big picture. I mean, doesn't this guy have a business manager, I think? I, you know, I don't know. Um, I'd like to think he does. Um, someone's obviously asleep at the wheel. But um, the situation is, you know, you need to be thinking, do I have enough liability coverage in the event that I injure somebody in an accident and they sue me. And before I get into kind of the facts about why that's costing more lately, I think, you know, this is interesting. I found a list of celebrities or um, in some cases politicians that, um, you know, were the driving force behind 
deadly car accidents. And, um, you know, it's interesting, right? I mean, we have Venus Williams, you know, was responsible for the death of a 78-year-old man after her SUV darted into an intersection and was T-boned by the car he was riding in. So, I mean, you know, Venus Williams, I mean, this guy is dead. You know, this I didn't know. Uh, You know, Mitt Romney. Before the 2012 presidential race, long before, when Romney was a 21-year-old Mormon missionary in France, uh, he was uh, driving the mission president and four others in a car only meant to hold five people when the vehicle was hit head-on and Romney was seriously injured uh, and the mission president's wife was killed. You know, I mean, this is tragic. It's horrible. Um, you know, another one, uh, Laura Bush, former first lady. You know, she came clean about her role in a 1963 fatal car crash. She was 17. She was headed out with a friend um, partially because she was busy chatting. She ran a stop sign crashing into the car of a popular student athlete at her school. You know, the teen uh, died of his injuries. Um, And, you know, Bush, you know, writes in her book, uh, you know, 2010 book, Spoken from the Heart, you said that that's racked her with guilt for years. And obviously, of course it would. But this list goes on and on. You know, Matthew uh, Broderick from uh, Ferris Bueller's uh, Day Off, right? In 1987, he was responsible for a car accident uh, that killed the other car's 28-year-old driver and her 63-year-old mother. I mean, Broderick himself was in the hospital for a month with fatal cuts and a broken leg. You know, I mean, that's crazy. You know, Caitlyn Jenner, another one, in an auto accident and uh, killed someone. Of course, most of us know about Ted Kennedy, which was, you know, very interesting and sad situation. Um killed somebody in an auto accident. Uh, Vince Neal, J.R. Smith, Keith Moon. These celebrities have all killed somebody in an auto accident. I mean, it's crazy. So, you know, we like to think that, you know, what is the likelihood of this happening? But who would have ever thought that both Mitt Romney and Laura Bush both, you know, were responsible for the death of someone in an automobile accident? So, we need to be thinking about this. And right, insurance, it's a product that you buy and you pray you never need. But when you do need it, you hope And you pray that you have sufficient limits for what happens. And, you know, many of these accidents that I just talked about were from a long time ago. Um, They were not relatively recent. And, you know, I mean, automobiles have become safer over the years. There are more safety features, blah, blah, blah. But these accidents still happen and people still die in them every day. And it's the unfortunate reality of the world we live in. But we need to make sure that you're covered. If you're just saying, I'm just getting the state limit because, you know, that's what the state tells me the minimum is, uh, that's probably not a good idea. So what I always advise people is to carry enough liability coverage on your auto insurance policy to protect your entire net worth, because that's what someone's going to sue you for if you're in an auto accident. Oh yeah, they can get more. They can get a judgment on your future wages and, you know, your house and, and all this stuff. But you know, at least at the minimum, carry enough liability coverage to protect your entire net worth, you know, in the event that you're, you know, I mean, God forbid, if you kill someone in an auto accident, right? I mean, that's going to be a traumatic experience for you. Even if you come away completely uninjured, the mental, you know, situation that's going to go on is, is going to be extreme. I mean, you're responsible for the death of another human being. I mean, my God, I mean, you know, you're going to have a lot of sleepless nights. 
But then compounding that, you know, someone is suing you for that. And then, you know, you go, oh, well, I just got enough auto insurance liability. You know, I just got whatever the cheapest amount was I could get online. Guess who's going to be writing that check or declaring bankruptcy? So, you know, let's do things a little smarter. And I don't, you know, everyone's probably saying, you know, or many people out there are probably saying, Peter's an insurance agent. You know, he's just trying to sell me more. You know, it's so it could, you know, costs more. No, liability coverage is very inexpensive to go from, you know, the smallest limit to a higher limit. It is not, you know, the most expensive part of the auto policy. And part of the reason of this is think about this, guys, right? The first dollar of liability coverage is the most expensive dollar of liability coverage. Why? Because that's the most likely dollar to get paid. You know, the more, you know, the first dollar of liability coverage is much more expensive than, you know, the three millionth dollar of liability coverage, because what's the risk of someone, you know, suing for $3 million and winning? Well, it's a heck of a lot less than someone suing for a dollar and winning, I'll tell you that. So, you know, this is not a money grab. This is a make sure you're paying insurance for, you know, and it's going to get you something when something bad happens. All right. We've talked about this in previous episodes. There's no sense in paying for a policy that is not going to pay out adequately. You might as well just flush the money down the toilet. Um, You want to make sure that you have enough money and enough coverage if you need it. That's the point of this. So, you know, I want to talk a little bit now about why this is kind of timely here, okay? And the reason it's kind of timely is because we have a topic going on uh, right now that's called social inflation, okay? And what this means is that jury verdicts are much more expensive today because of this concept called social inflation. And basically, I'll boil it down to be really simple here, okay? It just means that people, you know, juries, when they're awarding verdicts, are awarding a lot more. Why? Partially because they want to penalize people, okay? It's punitive. They say, you know, this person shouldn't have done this. They need to learn the lesson. So we're not going to go with $1 million. We're going to go with $3 million because that's going to make a statement. Also, things cost more, right? We've talked about inflation in a number of these episodes, you know, about the price of cars, price of houses, you know, and all that. But we also need to look at it is people say, you know, is $100 – worth the same as it was, you know, 20 years ago. No, of course not. Well, is the perception of what $100 is worth much less? I think so. Yes, it is. So people are saying, you know, a million dollars for this this accident, you know, that's just not, you know, a million dollars. That's just not what it used to be. You know, I think we need to give a verdict of two or three or 10 million. And this is, I mean, listen, this is what is happening. Okay. So we've seen, you know, the social inflation drivers are, Nuclear verdicts, you know, they're associated with sentiment that the public has, you know, a desensitization to large numbers. You know, a million dollars doesn't sound like that much anymore. Ten million dollars? I don't know. I mean, we got billionaires out there, right? We got Bezos, we got Bill Gates. You know, these people are worth billions, you know. So now you say ten million dollars to somebody, it just doesn't sound the same as it used to, you know. There are companies that, you know, have approached and exceeded trillion dollar market capitalization. So, the numbers get bigger and bigger and bigger that we hear in society. So then when, you know, 12 people are in a jury box coming up with a number, what do they think of? 
well, the numbers are getting, every number they're hearing is bigger and bigger and bigger today than it was, you know, two, three, four, five years ago. So guess what? When they're in that jury box, they're going to think of a bigger number too. And that's just the reality of the situation. You know, so this is happening, you know, tremendously. Also, why is this happening? Okay. Well, more people are suing. All right. More people are suing. And why is that? Well, part of it, Okay, is there's been a study done that says, you know, litigation and policy trends correlate with public attitudes, okay? And so the public confidence in US institutions is falling, okay? Public confidence in things like Congress, falling, okay? Television news, falling. Newspapers, it's falling. Big business, the justice system, public schools, organized labor, banks, medical systems, church the Office of the Presidency, Supreme Court, police. Now, small business and military, not so much, but they're still falling a little bit comparatively, okay? And this is a poll conducted by Gallup, you know, a reputable uh, polling organization. So when public confidence in U.S. institutions is falling, okay, litigation and policy trends correlate with that, and litigation goes up because People say, you know what, I don't really have as much trust in this organization or the justice system or this, you know, I'm going to sue, I'm going to sue, I'm going to sue. And so litigation goes up, all right? Now, what also goes up, is, you know, litigation also happens just the way people feel, right? And so, you know, uh, Gallup again, you know, does another survey on, you know, the global emotions survey, okay? Okay. And this is a question they ask. Did you experience anger yesterday? And in 2010, 16% of people said yes to that question. In 2020, and it's gone up every year, but in 2020, it went from 16% in 2010 to 38% in 2020. Did you experience anger yesterday? Right? What happens? People are angry. They get in a car accident. They want to make someone pay for it. Okay? Even if it's not a bad accident. They want to make people pay. And so what do they do? They go out, they find a lawyer, and they sue you. Now, what's also driving this? Advertising spending for legal services is up like you would not believe. More than $1 billion of broadcast advertisements were uh, for legal services nationwide in 2018. Over a billion dollars, okay? This is huge. This is huge. So more lawyers are advertising, more people see it, it gets embedded into their brain. What do I do when I, you know, get in an accident? 1-800-CALL-WHO, you know? Now, what's also, you know, having these uh, litigation uh, verdict amounts go up, right? More lawsuits, more, you know, no-fault PIP claims, you know, with attorney representation. In 2007, only 32% of those claims had an attorney involved. Ten years later... 39%. I mean, it's a pretty big difference. It's a pretty big deal. So more attorneys are getting involved in more claims. Cost of claims is going up, which means the cost of insurance goes up. Jury verdicts go up. Cost of insurance goes up. This is just what's happening. Now, we also see that there is a multi-billion dollar global industry, okay, where there's a third party that's funding litigation, okay? And this means that people, you know, financial institutions, hedge funds, things like that are putting, you know, money into these cases to get money on the back end, okay? So, you know, lawyers got to do the work. 
they potentially win, but you're seeing people now invest in those lawsuits to get part of the money back. Hedge funds and others invest in lawsuits in exchange for a cut of any settlement. This is a study that was done, and this is you know more than half of the $17 billion invested in litigation. $17 billion invested in litigation. I mean, come on. Over half of that was uh, deployed in the United States. So, I mean, this is a huge amount. So, this is another thing. You know, public investors are now funding this third-party litigation that creates it. So, what – I mean, you need to make sure. Do I have enough liability coverage? Can I protect my entire net worth in the event of an auto accident and, God forbid, I injure someone, kill somebody? You need to make sure you're protected. Why pay for insurance if you're not going to have enough coverage when you need it? That will never make sense to me. I need someone help me understand that, okay? Why are you even bothering to pay anything if it's not going to protect you in the event you need it? It doesn't make sense. It just doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. It's like going to a restaurant that you know, okay, they're going to give me half of the amount of food I need to feel full after I eat. Why would I go there? Why would I eat? You wouldn't, right? doesn't make sense. You might do it once by mistake, but you never do it again. The same thing is with insurance. Why would I not have sufficient coverage? Why? We see, right? I'll go back to the celebrity list, right? Laura Bush, Mitt Romney. These people both killed someone in an auto accident. This happens every day, unfortunately, okay? We need to make the roads safer. We need to make cars safer. We need people not to be distracted when driving, okay? We need all these things to happen. But tragic accidents happen every single day. So if you are not making sure, making certain, with 100% certainty, that you have enough coverage to protect you, in the event something happens, you know, you need to do that. And if your insurance agent didn't ask you, shame on them, okay? And shame on you for not saying, why did this guy, he didn't ask me any questions. He didn't need to know anything. He just copied, you know, from what I had on my last policy. That's like copying the answer from the person next to you taking a test and it's the wrong answer. Why would you do that? Why wouldn't you say, all right, Mr. Customer, do you know what this coverage does? Do you know what this protects against? And the customer's probably going to say no. And the customer say, may say, Peter, I don't care. And I say, you know what, that's okay. But it's my job to explain it anyways, and I like to sleep good at night, okay? So I'm going to explain it to you, and then you tell me if 100000 still makes sense. And you know what people usually say? Peter, 100000 isn't enough. But you know what? I am on a budget. I cannot afford in this time of massive inflation to be paying a whole lot more for auto insurance. Say, so, you know what, that's okay, but let's look. To go from 100000 to 500000 it's an extra $13 a month. And people would say, you know what, for that peace of mind, I'll take it, $13 a month. That's not a big deal, okay? That much I can handle. Or they might say, well, is there an option in between? Just explore it. Think about it, all right? The last thing you want is you get into an auto accident, you injure someone, okay? And then you injure them, and then they sue you, and then you don't even have enough money. So now you've injured this person, and you don't even have enough coverage, and they're going to come after you. Why not just do the right thing? Why not make sure? But, right, I understand. Everyone's going to say, Peter, 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 you know, 15 minutes can save you 15% or more. Okay, enough with that junk. We don't want to talk about that anymore. Why don't we spend the time we need solving the problems that we have in our life? Why can't we all be responsible adults and just say, you know what? Maybe it's going to take me 30 minutes. No big deal. 
I've got the extra time. What else am I going to do? Why I'm watching TV or, or browsing around TikTok or something? I mean, come on. Let's get our priorities in order, all right? We live in an amazing country. We have every resource available to us, okay? We have the internet. Everything's at our fingertips. Let's take a few minutes. Let's slow down. Let's do things the right way. And again, this is not to get more money from your policy. It may cost you, you may think, oh my God, it's going to cost me five times to get five times the limit. I'm telling you, no, that's not true. So stop, slow down, ask questions, get a responsible insurance agent to help you. If you don't, go on your coverage declaration page right now. Look in that and say, do you know what this means? Do you know what that means? Look at the coverages. And if you don't, call an insurance agency. You know what? I bought a policy online. I really didn't know what I was doing. I was just trying to get the best rate possible, but I need help understanding, is this going to protect me in the event that I need to use it? Okay. Now, finally, I want to just go over one more thing. And this is an interesting case, okay, because this is a case where someone, this was a person who wasn't even injured in an auto accident, got a $100,000 settlement. Uh, this is a California case, emotional distress. This is a four-year-old female reportedly suffered emotional trauma resulting in 12 bereavement counselor sessions as a result of witnessing her mother's death in a roadside automobile collision caused by the defendant's uh, motor vehicle. Right, There were no physical injuries from this person, but it was uh, just uh, an emotional distress claim, $100,000 settlement. Uh, there was another uh, verdict I looked at earlier today, and it was, I think it was around $400,000, and the person who was sued, their car didn't even hit the person that won this verdict, okay? The person pulled off onto the shoulder, okay? Was not struck, but it was another emotional distress, right? This person's having nightmares and nightmares and nightmares, reliving the scenario in which they're pulling out of the way of somebody who's gonna, you know, would have probably killed them if they had impact with them. $400,000 claim. I mean, this is serious. We have social inflation, which is raising the jury verdicts. We have more people suing because we got TV ads all the time out there, you know, advertising attorneys. And the verdicts are higher because everything is higher. You know, $100 is not what it used to be. $1,000 isn't what it used to be. And guess what? Million-dollar jury verdicts aren't what they used to be. And the 12 jurors in the box realize that. So, Make sure you have adequate coverage. Think about this. Talk to your insurance agent. Do you know what this coverage is? Is it enough? How much is more? That's a question we should be asking as, as reasonable consumers. Okay, I understand this is the state minimum. What's the next step up and how much more is that? And you would be surprised, ladies and gentlemen, on how much that is. And I'm not saying get the most expensive amount of insurance coverage available. I'm not suggesting that. I'm suggesting get an amount that adequately protects you and your family. Again, and I'm going to say this, I'm going to sound like a broken record. If you're paying for insurance and there isn't enough when you need it, you're wasting your money. Why are you paying it all? Just to have a little bit of coverage in the event something happens? Just to have as much coverage as the government tells me I need to? Think about how screwed up that is. I mean, the government is completely dysfunctional, okay? Is completely dysfunctional. These people in Congress, the state legislature, I mean, half the time you think, what are these people doing, right? And 
we're going to say to ourselves, let's get the limit that these people told us is the minimum we have to get and we're going to be okay with that. I mean, think about that for a second. That's crazy. That's crazy. That's crazy. Let's think about it. Let's think about, do I have enough? How much is a little bit more? How much is my entire net worth? What's the average jury verdict on a motor vehicle accident in my area? That's a good question because I would Venture to guess that in the middle of Wyoming, it's different than, you know, in the middle of Los Angeles County. You know, San Francisco, it's probably different than it is in uh, Montana. So maybe that's a question we should be asking. You know, and I'll look at this too, right? These are just a couple issues, right? A couple, you know, jury verdicts, right? It's a lane change, a lane change accident. It's a hearing loss, and the verdict is 33000 right? Headaches from a rear-end accident, okay? The plaintiff was in the front seat, a $58,000 verdict, just from headaches, okay? Premature labor, $148,000 verdict, okay? Visual impairment from a no-contact truck accident, $200,000 verdict, okay? A U-turn accident, $402,000 verdict, okay? Collision when the plaintiff's vehicle was parked, $659,317 verdict. Ladies and gentlemen, I am submitting to you that you probably don't have adequate liability coverage on your auto policy. We see that these accidents are frequent. We see that people are suing for more. Ask if you do nothing else, call your insurance agent tomorrow. And simply ask one question, what is the next step up on my liability coverage and how much more would that cost me a month? You don't have to say what's the most. You don't have to say what's five steps up from here. Just say what's the next one. So if you have 50000 per person, 100000 per accident, maybe the next step up is 100000 per person, 300000 per accident. I would venture to guess it's not going to cost you that much. Call your insurance agent and say, what's the next step up? How much do I have? How much am I paying? What's the next step up? How much more will it cost me? And then go from there. And if they say five bucks a month and you say, you know, that's less than I spend at Starbucks every day, maybe I'll, what's, how much is two steps up? And you know what, ladies and gentlemen, maybe this will help you sleep a little better at night to make sure that in the event you need this coverage, that it's adequate and sufficient. As always, call, email me. I'm available. I'm here to help. Even if, you know, I can't sell insurance in the state you live in, email me. I'll find someone to help you. I'll answer some questions as best I can. I'll give you the advice I can give you legally. But please use me as a resource. I'm here to help. Remember, have enough coverage so if you need it, it's there. Thanks for tuning in. Until next time.